Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Following on from last week's message titled, The Incorruptible Seed of God, we will go deeper into revealing the mystery of God's glory that dwells within every disciple of Jesus. In a letter to the disciples of Jesus in Coloss, the Apostle Paul and his beloved Timothy wrote about this mystery. At the beginning of this letter, there is the usual greeting that is rich in revelation. Then there is a powerful prayer for the saints. The prayer involves the request that the recipients of the letter may be filled to overflowing with the knowledge and experience of the fullness of the mystery that has been revealed in Jesus. And for them to live in the fullness of the truth that has been imparted into them. For this is the heart of God and his desire for all. Then the letter reveals the awe and wonder of God in Jesus, laying the foundation of who it is who dwells within every disciple. When the Son of God clothed himself in humanity, he was still fully divine, yet fully human. In that moment he became the visible image of the invisible God. It pleased the Father that all the fullness should dwell in Jesus, in his humanity. At that moment in human history, where he physically died and was raised to life, Jesus became the firstborn over all creation. That is, the first human and the first fruits of the resurrection. For in Jesus all things are reconciled to himself whether things on earth or things in heaven. For he made peace for us and all creation through the blood of his cross. Prior to when Jesus became human, he was there in the beginning. He is the eternal one who spoke light into the darkness, and it was so. The eternal word was before all things. It was for in him and through him all things created and exist. For in him is light and life. But the awe and wonder of God does not stop at Jesus' resurrection and ascension. So Paul now shares from his heart and through the circumstances of his suffering. Colossians chapter 1, verses 24 to 29. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ, for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. 
To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end I also labour, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. It is God's good will to make known to us his glory. Not only to make known to us, but to personally experience the ultimate glory of Christ dwelling within every believer. This is God's heart's desire. In fact, his overwhelming delight to make his home in us. But most of all, that we would be at home in him. He is at home in us regardless of where we are in this life journey. Yet from our present perspective, we may not know and live in the fullness of this reality. Storms in this life can come. Clouds of circumstances can affect our emotions. Yet the truth is, the sun still shines. And from that moment when we say yes to Jesus, yes to God, the Spirit of Christ Jesus dwells in us. This is the awesome reality of the mystery for us now, regardless of the circumstances of this world. It is Christ Jesus, by whom and through whom all things were created, who lives in you, who lives in me. He is the one who is greater than anything in heaven or on earth, whether visible or invisible, or thrones or dominions, or principalities or powers. Let us think about this for a moment. It is the pre-existing, eternal one who became one of us, lived, died, and ascended into heaven, who in the Holy Spirit takes up residence in our mortal bodies. Yes, it is true. He lives in you. He lives in me. With the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit of God, we possess immortality, where because of God's presence within us, we become holy ground as anywhere God is, becomes holy, for he is holy. The same Christ Jesus in whom it pleased God that all the fullness would dwell, lives in us. Not only lives in us, but has made his home in us. To think, the living God desires us longs for us so much and wants us to be at home with him that he does everything so that we can believe and receive. This is beyond our human understanding. This truth reveals an intimacy that can only come from God and it comes from the depths of his heart. This is not only a gift from God for us to receive, 
but an intimacy that he initiates and cultivates. We simply surrender and receive. It is an intimacy where we can know and experience the exact same intimate relationship between God the Father and Jesus the Son. An intimacy that each day goes deeper and deeper in the knowledge and experience of the Creator of heaven and earth and all things good. This is God. It is from God and is God himself in us. Galatians chapter 4 verses 4 to 7 But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore you are no longer a slave but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. The perfect relationship between God the Father and Jesus the Son is ours to know, experience, and testify of. The Spirit of God within our hearts now cries out, Abba, Father. As firstborn sons, whether male or female, we are heirs of God through Christ Jesus, our Lord. The Spirit of Christ is the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is the Holy Spirit, who writes Jesus' name deep into our hearts. We are a child of God and are always welcome into the lap of Daddy God. You know, some of the most intimate moments when in the Spirit, as a little child, we can crawl up onto the lap of God our Father in heaven, who is sitting on his majestic throne, and he shows us the awe and wonder of him and his creation where he reveals his heart and his desire that none should perish. Oh, the words cannot describe how awesome it is to be immersed in his presence and wrapped up in his loving arms. The recipient of a love so deep, so pure, so strong, that he calls us his own. Accepted by him just as we are, a child of the living God. Our strength comes from his joy over us, knowing that he delights in us. As it is all from God, our self-worth is safe and secure in our sonship. Whether male or female, young or old, we can be truly free in the truth and awe and wonder and be found in his mystery. 
Yes, it is true. He lives in you. He lives in me. As God is infinite, there is always more from him. Each day is a new day for God to enable us to become more aware of his spirit dwelling within us. A new day to know and experience him more and more and live in the reality of being the expression of his glory. This is the mystery of God the Father and Christ Jesus the Son, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The Apostle Paul also personally testifies that it is God who not only dwells within him, but works in and through him mightily. The Spirit of God, the eternal life of God, is always working. He is transforming and empowering, renewing and bringing revelation within every surrendered heart and mind. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 7 to 16. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. For as it is written, Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The revelation or illumination of God is the work of the Holy Spirit that dwells within every disciple of Jesus. The work of the Holy Spirit is one with the work of God revealed in Jesus. The precious Spirit of God that is within every disciple of Jesus searches out the depths of God. We simply surrender and receive. So every time we come to listen to God's word, let us surrender what we think the text says and receive from God more of his thoughts, his truth and character. God's wisdom comes through the Spirit of God himself who dwells within. 
The mind of Christ that we have is through our identification with Christ Jesus, our Lord. God's wisdom is not exclusive to one disciple over another, for we all have the same Spirit of God within us. For the wisdom of God is the fullness of the truth in his message and work on the cross and resurrection. As recipients of our salvation in Christ Jesus, we have the mind of Christ. However, to live in the fullness of this reality of what we already have been given, we need to be in a heart-mind condition of surrender. That is, surrender of self-will to that of the Father's will. And it is his perfect will and good pleasure that we are to live in the fullness of who he is and what he has done and given to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. He lives in you. He lives in me. 1 John chapter 4 verses 2 to 4 By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. The Spirit of the living God is the same Spirit of Christ Jesus our Lord. He is greater than the Spirit of the Antichrist, the Beast, or the Evil One, greater than any powers seen or unseen throughout the ages. It is this Spirit that dwells within us, yet so gentle and intimate, loving and personal. There is no greater power at work than the Spirit of God within us. We have overcome, because of the one who has overcome and lives in us is greater than all things, for he has overcome. Satan is a defeated enemy, and Jesus came and destroyed the works of the evil one. We have been given the Spirit of Christ Jesus, who has overcome it all. He lives in you. He lives in me. So let us hold fast to the truth of God that has been committed to us, just as the Apostle Paul urged Timothy in his letter to him. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 13 to 14. Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me, in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. This is the fullness of the truth. The most valuable sacred deposit is God himself. For he lives in you and he lives in me. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.